millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. If your passion for travel is on par with your passion for cricket, then I have some excellent news. The ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is being hosted in Barbados this June, which makes it the perfect destination for your summer holidays this year. To make the most of your trip, you can also experience eight matches from the series in Barbados, including... England against Scotland and England against Australia. In under a month's time, you could be spending your days exploring the vibrant streets of Bridgetown, drinking rum in the sunshine and experiencing exotic Bayesian delicacies. In the culinary capital of the Caribbean, there truly is something for everyone. There's no need to wait a second longer. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, truly the best place to be a cricket fan. Hello and welcome to the following on podcast from Talk Sport. I'm John Norman, alongside me, Steve Harmison 
for the first day's play of the Ashes in 2022. Uh, it was a strange old day. It was a stop-start day. Never really got going until the end. And it's probably a day that we'll never, ever speak of again after today. Don't let that put you off, though. You're listening to Following On. Well, if you listen to the show, you no doubt know by now that uh, only 46 overs were available to the England bowlers after uh, Joe Root lost the third successive toss and was asked to bowl first. And uh, Australia ended it 117, no, 126 for three. Steve Smith and Usman Kawaja, who batted against uh, England at this very ground, SCG, back in 2010 on another rain-affected day, actually. As you think about it, it's 2011. Uh, but there you go. Um, before that, uh, Australia had overcome the new ball spell of Jimmy Anderson and Stuart Broad. And uh, it was somewhat of a surprise when David Warner edged to second slip for 30. Need I say who got him? Well, I probably should tell you. Stuart Broad. Uh, need I tell you how I got him? Well, it was bowling uh, around the wicket uh, into the left-hander, straightened, and the edge was taken by Zach Crawley. A uh, kind of dismissal we saw a lot in 2019 and kind of dismissal we would have liked to have seen in 2021 but we didn't um marcus harris was undone by a drinks break he um played at one that he probably could have left but jimmy anderson was bowling quite nicely at that stage i think that was the first ball of his sixth over in the spell and then uh when minus labashane went in identical fashion to the dismissal we saw in the third test match mark wood uh, getting a delivery to lift hold its line labashane just ever so slightly fenced at the ball. Butler taking the catch 28. England were enjoying their best spell of the game, um, or indeed any game, for quite some time. Australia, though, got through two stumps, thanks to the rain, which was there, here and everywhere throughout the day. And uh, Steve Smith ran off the field even faster than the ground staff ran on it. So uh, there we are. There is still some to talk about today, though, on the following on podcast. Let's get going. Story of the day. Okay, Harmy. Well, uh, there's no doubt whatsoever what the big story of the day is. It's Bangladesh beating the World Test Champions in New Zealand. Um, tell you what, it's typical New Zealand. That's where I am right now, as you know. They can't, they can't, you can't move for Kiwis telling me how brilliant it is that Bangladesh beat them. I mean, mm. it's, it's a very strange country. But, um, you know, there's three test matches taking place today. And I'd have to say that the Ashes comes a distant third because India and South Africa, or South Africa against India, of course, are also playing at the, at, uh, the Wanderers. Um, but for you, I imagine staying up or throughout the night, it, that, that must have been torturous at times because it, it was on, off. You never knew whether you were going to get two hours, an hour, 45 minutes to get your head down. You're kind of hoping that maybe if the rain was coming, it would just come in at about three o'clock in Australia. It'd be called off by five. Off you go. But it wasn't. It was completely the wrong upside down way of going. Um, it's, it's difficult really to, to make a, a judgment call on a day that um, really tells us very little, apart from the fact that England ended it far stronger than they started. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I thought Bangladesh, what a result that is, by the way. That's yeah. a fantastic result for Bangladesh. And, yeah, my old pal Otis Gibson there, I seen him singing the song. 
in the big huddle there, yeah. you know, big West Indian banging his, you know, banging his feet, you know, singing proud Barbados. You know, I, I'm chuffed a bit for Otis and 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 Bangladesh because you know it just shows you what can happen test matches if you you work hard and you know you put the opposition under constant pressure and you just never know what can happen and that's what's probably going to happen at Sydney as well. Um, India South Africa looks as though it's going to be a good contest over in three days, but it's still a good contest. Um, I think England's had a good day. I really do. I think this pitch is a is not a bad pitch. It worries me about a lion because I think lion might bowl all right on this pitch, better than Leach could 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 bowl on it. Even though Jack, I thought Jack bowled two overs. I thought he bowled two two good overs. He bowled eleven good balls in one ball that he. He sort of dragged dragged down and dragged into leg side, but encouraging signs from Leach. England stuck at the task, stuck at it well. And yeah, Labashin and yeah, the, when, you, when you look at him, you thought, right, he's getting in here. And then England, you know, Woody gets him out. It was a it was a good ball, good bit of bowling, you know, wide the crease. Broad Anderson did what Broad Anderson do best, but they did it English style rather than Southern Hemisphere style. Again, I found myself. Not criticizing them because who are you to criticize a thousand first you know test match wickets? But I thought Jimmy bowled a touch wide in the in his first five overs, and I thought Stuart, and I could understand with Stuart because he was struggling with the footholds, and when the footholds are damp and they're a bit greasy, you do drag the ball down, and you've got nothing on it. And I thought his first four or five overs, he bowled you know a few drag down balls, um, probably because of the footholds he didn't trust. So after ten overs, I'm looking at, I'm thinking. We haven't we haven't used this new ball at all. We haven't used it very well. And then when next ten overs, we sort of dragged it back a bit, got the wicket. Um, and that's England's day for me. It really is. I think it's England's day. We've been critical of the the team selection. We've been critical of Toss. We've been critical a little bit of Joe's captaincy and handling the likes of Jack Leach. But I thought Joe had a good day today. I thought he captained it very very well. I thought his bowling changes. Um, were to, proactive to try and make a breakthrough. And then he, along with Zach Crowley, he took a good catch. So I think all in all, I thought Roots had a good day. I thought England's bowlers have had a good day. And you come out tomorrow morning, get grey skies, grey clouds, and you put two wickets on it, especially if one of them Smith, and it's 150 for five. England will be right in the box seats to, to sort of make the running of this test match. Yeah, you summed it up well. Um Going back to that new ball, though, and actually, the, you know, there was a little bit, there was a bit of swing the first session, and it disappeared. But then there was more sea movement after they got the ball changed, basically. Ball change, yeah. Um, which is just, it's just a crazy game, really, isn't it? But in terms of that new ball spell, you know, there's all this talk about caged tigers. Graham Thorpe used the um, used the phrase in the lead up to the match, um, but I, I didn't really see much intensity or caged tigers in the first. Uh, well, 12.3 overs before they went to lunch. Um, from either Anderson or Broad, to be honest no. with you. I thought Broad, he was struggling with his feet. Um, and as a bowler, I know what it's like when you don't have confidence when you're landing. Jimmy constantly kicked to, kicked the, 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 the footholds. Um, and it, it just seems maybe he's a little bit uneven. You know, the, it was a bit loose. And when you're like that, trying to land, and have no confidence landing is psychologically it's hard. It is, it's hard. You know, the human, I keep going on about human elements, but the human element 
to trust you letting go at the right time. Stable base, stable footing. It's difficult when it's moving away. I thought Jimmy swung it too much in the first first three or four overs. Didn't make Warner or Harris play enough. But that's what these two guys do, in, especially in England. You know, you've got a player like David Warner who wants to put bat and ball. And they starved him a little bit. And then he played a shot that he, he, he'll have nightmares for the next few days for against Broad. So I think it was a, you yeah, the cage tiger come out like Graham's up said. All of a sudden you could over pitch, try and swing it too much, go at six and over. And then all of a sudden you get criticised for being reckless. Broad and Anderson aren't reckless. They never are. And they never will be. Um, even till the bowl till the fifty, they'll bowl. They'll bowl containing. Bowl with good disciplines, and they'll wait for the batsman to come to them. In England, it works because the ball does does a you know, a lot more for a longer period. This Kookaburra ball does a little bit more than what it used to do, um, and that saved them a little bit. But I think all in all, as a collective unit, I think if you look at forty five, uh, forty six point five overs. I think England have bowled really, really well here. And they've got Australia in a position on a pitch, which is quite easy paced and quite placid. The odd one did a bit. Um, I think 126 for three. I think the bowling unit and Joe would be very happy tonight. You spoke about uh, Stuart Broad with Neil Manthorpe on the Cricket Collective a couple of days ago. Check it out if you haven't heard it. But uh, one of the articles in uh, the Telegraph was suggesting that Stuart Broad's got two tests to save his career. And by save, they were intimating that uh, not only will it come down to the performance, but whether he wants to continue his career, uh, he's going to be stepping into the the media, into the commentary box at some point. Um, Do you see that? Is that how you see it? I mean, if one of them's going to go, surely it's going to be Anderson. Stuart Brawls, as you said, Cricket Collective's got four years on Anderson. Um, If England are going to make a decision that they are going to move on from Anderson abroad, then surely it's Anderson that they'll turn to and say, thanks for the memories. Yeah, I think so. I think Jimmy makes that decision himself, probably at the end of the summer. I think they both play at the, the end of the summer. Whether they walk off, Kirtley Ambrose, Courtney Walsh style, you know, Shane Warne, Glenn McGrath. But I think Stuart's got 100 wickets left in him. I really do. I think he's got 100 wickets left in him. I'd be, I, I'm not sure I'd take them both to the West Indies. Because I don't think that I, I'm not sure. I think I'd look at the West Indies trip and try and get some, you know, have a look at some some other people. Bear in mind, you know, the, when it when it comes to the COVID world they've lived in and the bubbles that they've been going through, to put them in another bubble soon after and then get them back and ready for the start of the season, and you don't know what the COVID world is going to be like in England throughout the summer, and there's any restrictions on that. I think a lot of these guys I would give a break to for for the West Indies um, and see what other younger players who have been doing all right with the Lions or you know who potentially has a I put their hands up to to have a go. I'm thinking of the likes of Mahmoud, um, who is playing in the, the BBL. Uh, there were some good noises coming out of Australia for Lions for for young Fisher, um, the likes of Joe Clark, Yates. Um, these kids, you know, we haven't seen a great deal of Pope and Lawrence. Um, I give them a go, you know, I'm trying to freshen the mind and people that have gone to the world T20 and been in this tour, 
maybe it's a break because you know COVID is the COVID world is has been tough on them. But broad plays for me, I really I really don't see it. I think Robinson is challenging broad, but he's not Stuart Broad, and that for me, I'll not change that mind. Six months time, I might change my mind because Broad will be six months six, six months older. He'll had six months more cricket inside him. And Robinson hopefully will have had a little few more test matches. His condition of his body will be a lot better. Um, and his position in the side will be getting more strength, strength and strength because I think that kid can bowl in test match cricket. Wood is a must, or somebody like Wood is a must every time England play a test match. Whether it's Stone, whether it's Archer, whether it's Wood, we've seen so far we can't play without a fast bat. We can't. It's just we're not the same side. And I still think Jimmy is. You you throw any name at me, you can throw Wokes at me, you can throw Overton at me. All these other bowlers that have been picked in the squad, Jimmy will still come out on top. So there's a fine balance when you say, right, we've both got to go, and let's move on, and we weaken our side for six months and hoping that somebody comes out of the woodwork and gets better. We've been trying for two years to not play them both in the same side. We've been trying for two years to potentially you know, think, can we do without them? Two years later, they're still playing. They're still performing. And arguably, they're still the best we've got. That's why I still have the opinion of Stuart Broad and James Anderson as two, two guys over the calendar year. I'd probably play them in 80 to 85% of the test matches played because of how good they are. Simple as that. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final... You can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you are keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market what is going to happen tomorrow okay homie you confident ahead of day two i am i am i'm confident ahead of day two i think england can they can use today as confidence to go into tomorrow and build off it and I think the reason why I'm confident is because the, the the ball has obviously been better than the bat. And the ball could put us in a end of a position where if England can bowl Australia out for 270, 250, 270, then all of a sudden 
it's not that 400 target that we have to go for. You know, not scoreboard pressure. So it, it'll be a lot easier psychologically for the batting unit who aren't firing to start building a score, getting close to Australia and hopefully then go past Australia if England can do that. So, yes, I'm confident for tomorrow. Fingers crossed we get some nice weather early in the morning for bowling. That that change ball was still doing a bit. So fresh broad, fresh Anderson, fresh wood. First up tomorrow morning, get rid of Steve Smith. And then you can, you know, hopefully, hopefully bowl Australia out for, for, for less than two seven five, less than three hundred, and that for the, me then then stands in a good chance of winning again. Harmy, go and get some sleep. Uh, we'll be back on the following on podcast following day two. 